Hey everyone, welcome to our first episode of PTSD TV. So what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about three ways to stay positive with PTSD. So we're just here, you know, to help, to bring awareness and to kind of, I guess, entertain a little bit. So we have just a positive space to talk about things and to explore things kind of as our natural selves. So you don't feel everything so like scripted or well thought out. So you're just going yeah, to get to here to have fun, kind of know us a little bit and about all about what we do and what we care about and all our little quirks and stuff. So the first thing I want to say is welcome. And the second thing I always want to remind people is that we're here for you. We believe in you. Um, you can reach out to me anytime via email or, uh, over Facebook or in the comments anytime. I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. Sometimes it does take a few days because a lot of people email me, um, but please feel free to reach out. I am here as a resource. I believe in you. And for those of you who are watching who have PTSD, I just want to say PTSD is a normal reaction to an abnormal event. So you're not crazy or anything like that. You're not ill. You're not sick. You are completely normal. And we are here for you and we believe in your recovery and we know that recovery is possible because I personally had PTSD for over 15 years. And now what I do is I help people recover from PTSD. So if you don't know me, uh, my name's Kayleen. This is my boyfriend, Brad. Shiloh's in the background if you hear him jingling. And um, what I do now is help people and coach people through their PTSD recovery. So I'm here as a resource and I just wanted to kind of get all that out in the beginning so you know. And I hope you enjoy our Show. Our show. Our but this show. thing, this thing right here, this is super, super, super important. PTSD is a normal reaction to an abnormal event um, because um, I'm always helping her out. She does all the answering and interaction with you guys, but um, I always hear certain things and the biggest troubles that we tend to hear is like people keep beating themselves up for, you know, the way that they're acting and the way that I went through her whole recovery process with her. So I was there for every step of the way. I saw everything that she went through and a big struggle for us was just like, you know, she was beating herself up for the way that she acted and it wasn't her. That was like a huge thing. So like this thing, like it's normal, it's completely normal. And it's a amazing, I'm glad that you started out with that. Cause that's a huge thing just to um, realize and get out of the way. Cause once you realize that you are a lot, lot easier on yourself. And I know that was a huge turning point for you too, right? Yeah. That, so that was really big for me, just knowing that like, it's not your fault, right? PTSD in general or CPTSD in general, it's not your fault. And sometimes the way that we react when we have PTSD, when we have those angry outbursts or those lash outs or things like that, they're not your fault right now. We always say they're not your fault, but they are your responsibility. So a lot of times PTSD is kind of making us react in certain ways and it brings our stress up and we have those lash outs and Brad can tell you countless stories of kind of seemingly irrational lash outs and things like that because of PTSD and knowing that that wasn't me, right? So like that mm. was my PTSD that was in control of me in those moments um, and just being a little bit easier on myself saying, whoa, like, that's not me. That's not how I react. That's not how I really feel about the situation. Um, so that's not my fault, but it is my responsibility. So I'm super sorry for yelling at you for lettuce in the sink. That was a big one. That was, <laughs> um, that was before we knew that, um, well, that that was your PTSD acting. And I remember that. I remember that very clearly, this story, the lettuce in the sink, but also, um, 
realizing for the first time because I didn't always know that it wasn't a connection that I made like I didn't know that you know the way that she was acting was a completely normal way that people with PTSD reacted um, and that everybody with PTSD does things like that but here I'll, t I'll tell a little story about the lettuce in the sink so I think I was just being really really nice I think right I was making salad I might have just been making it for myself no we both had salad we, we both, both had salad that night but I was I was chopping it up I'm gonna I'm gonna go into detail I'm gonna what do you call it? I'm gonna elaborate I'm not elaborate make it more exciting. I'm going to embellish it a little bit. I made it with, you know, chopped chicken, you know, onion, um, peppers and everything. I was chopping it up and then I left like, I cleaned it all up. I cleaned up the cutting board, everything. I had this beautiful salad for her. I'm like, baby, look at this salad. And I left one piece of lettuce in the sink. It was a pretty big piece. No, it was, it was, <laughs> no, it was, you know, it was probably like that big. It's a tiny chunk. But yeah, <laughs> anyways, it was just like a, it was a tiny, tiny fight. But I didn't realize that it was just her um, PTSD at the time. And I do remember that, uh, when I first realized that, um, it was the PTSD and I made that connection that I was like, Oh, like, that's not her. Like she, when she wasn't lashing out like that, she was the nicest, most loving person <laughs> I have ever met. And then she was acting completely out of character. And when I made that connection, I was like, Oh dang, like this is all because of what she went through in her past. And it brought, you know, I was able to bring a lot more love to her. And I know you were able to bring a lot more love to yourself. And that just made everything better when you can just like, hey, like we're, you know, we're just accepting this. That like, hey, this is, this is how it happens. This is normal. This is like, you know, and then we both under, understand each other more and then we can um, calm things down. Right. Right. So then we can work together. So like he like left that piece of lettuce in the sink yeah. and I got angry at him and like I wasn't really angry with him because I don't really care. Um, but I was already so stressed out and like that for some reason really bothered me a little bit. And so I just reached that like threshold, right, where you like step on a Lego and you want to just like put your <laughs> fist through a wall. And I reached that threshold when I saw that piece of lettuce in the sink. And, you know, my mind completely ignored the fact that, you know, he came over to my house, he made me this beautiful salad, like he spent all this time, he like presented it nicely. And that we got, you know, like a date night and just went like was so angry and like, I think literally yelling at him for that lettuce in the sink, like that's ridiculous, this, that and the other thing. And then once we could bring awareness to what that was in situations like that, what then we could do was if I reacted like that. For one, me know, okay, like, this isn't me. I don't know why I'm reacting like this. I need to, like, just stop. And for him to not react back, right? Because mm -hmm. the natural reaction yeah, is, like, to fight back and yeah. to be, like, why are you being so ridiculous? Like, it's a piece of lettuce in the sink and, like, argue back and forth. But once he knew that that was out of character and that wasn't truly me and my true self, he was able to be, like, okay, like, let's just, let's put this off for a little while. Let's pause. Mm -hmm. Let's take a step out. Or let's put it to the side for a little while and we can revisit it a little bit, uh, a little while later or a little bit further into the future mm -hmm. and see if it is something that's really important to you and um, have a conversation about it rather than an argument about it. So both sides yeah, were really yeah. important. Yeah. And I think like the, the big like conflict that you were having inside of you were the both sides, like were both sides of it. Like you, you said, um, you know, like I know he did something super, super, super nice to me, but then on the other hand, it's like, it's it's making me react and like, I don't want to react like that. Cause he did something really nice, but this, 
like seemingly insignificant thing, just like, you know, made me want to punch a hole in the wall. So it was like, it was like both sides going back and forth and then just beating yourself up. Cause it was like, he did this really nice thing. And I did this and I like, I shouldn't have done that because I love him, but why do I do this? And it was just all this like jumbled thought and it was craziness hard. going yeah. on. Yeah. And definitely like the polarity between like almost like good and evil. It's like, Oh my gosh, he did this nice thing. Oh my, oh my gosh, he did this awful thing of like lettuce <laughs> in the sink. And it's like, that's not an awful thing. And like, I shouldn't react like this. And I shouldn't, and I shouldn't, and I shouldn't. And I'm mm. awful, and I'm crazy, and I'm a, such a bad girlfriend, and I'm so unappreciative. And then all those negative thoughts, speaking of negativity, kind of mm. like spiral you down into this like, yeah. oh my gosh, I don't deserve him. Like, I don't deserve anyone. I don't deserve love. Like, really spiral you down um, yeah, yeah. without that awareness. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about today. And that's why it was so important for her to start with, with this. And it's, it's essential. So you guys don't, um, you don't, you don't think you're, oh, you're definitely not, you're not alone. You don't think that like you're crazy. You don't think that there's something wrong with you. Cause there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. It's completely, completely normal. Um, but yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about three ways to stay positive when you have PTSD. So and that seems add- like a really hard thing to do, but. Um, we're going to give you some ways to kind of implement into your life. That's going to be great. I do want to add one thing really quick. Yeah, of course. So no, that's okay. Um, so this, right. So this is really important. PTSD is a normal reaction to an abnormal event. So one thing that we are huge proponents of is not sharing or comparing traumas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, so we actually have a positivity only group on Facebook and that is one of our rules is no trigger warnings, no sharing traumas, no comparing traumas. So when, if you think about your PTSD and the event or the events that caused it, Mm -hmm. do your best to know that pain is objective. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your pain, no matter what it was, was your pain. So, don't compare your pain or your trauma or your situation to anyone else's and say, oh, mine's way worse or oh, mine's way better. All yours is, is yours. Um, so that's a huge region, reason that you'll never hear us really share stories like that because mm. your pain is your pain. And if it's painful to you, that's all that matters. Okay? That's all that matters if it hurts, yeah. it doesn't matter if what happened to me and really affected me, you know, would be nothing for Brad and it would just n- not affect him at all. It, that, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My yeah. pain is my pain. Your yeah. pain is your pain. And we can't, we can't do yeah, anything ev- about it. So yeah. everybody reacts differently. Like yeah. she said, like you can have the same, you can have two, two people go through the same exact thing and it affects this person more than this person. And just because it affects this person more than this person doesn't mean that like this person's weak or anything. It just means that like you were affected, it's affecting your life and you still need to deal with it. So the other thing we say is if PTSD or CPTSD is affecting your life 1% of the time or 99% of the time, something needs to be done about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you deserve a life that is PTSD and CPTSD free and anxiety yep, free yep. and you deserve an awesome, awesome life. And mm-hmm. we know that you can achieve that. So can, yeah. we're here for that, for sure. Yeah. It seems impossible. Oh, God, it seems impossible <laughs> when you're going through it. Like... um like we didn't know we had no idea we that, didn't know that you could like you, that we could be happy that we could be here talking and then taking it to the next level and helping people which everybody can do regardless of where you're at now you can inspire someone like um everyone that we talk to we always say like 
like those people, the people who are going through it right now, who are pushing through that struggle, who are, you know, striving to be better and striving to heal and striving to do all those things. Like those people inspire us because I mean, you're facing something and you keep going. It's like, you guys are like the real warriors, warriors and the real, like just inspiration to us. So no matter where you're at, you can inspire someone. You're inspiring me. And I know you're inspiring K-Bay over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much it's affecting your life. Now that was something that I struggled with too. Um, as I watched Kayleen go through what she went through and you know, that affected me a lot. And I was like, I have no reason to, um, feel the way that I do. I've like no reason to be depressed. I have no reason to, you know, even though I was like super anxious all the time, I, I was like, I don't have a reason to do this. She's, she went through so much worse. And then I was like, I was beating myself up for feeling that way and everything. It's just a bad, it's just a bad situation all around. So like once I was able to, once I was able to bring that acceptance to myself and was just like, Hey, like Brad, you are suffering. Like you need help too. Like it doesn't matter if she had it worse. It doesn't matter anything. It's like, it's affecting you. And that's all that matters. So that's amazing point. Bingo. Bingo. Blongo. <laughs> okay. So awesome. Awesome point. Okay. So three ways to stay positive with PTSD. So number one thing, the first thing we start out with, mm -hmm. always when we talk about negativity, is eliminate as much negativity as you possibly can. And this can be tricky because negativity comes in a lot of forms and some are really obvious and some are not so obvious. So when we talk about negativity, a lot of times you'll hear me use the word inputs. And an input is anything that affects the way you feel. So it can be environment, it can be um, thoughts, it can be... Brad. It can be Brad, people. it can be people, it can be television, drinking, all of those are inputs. Anything that affects the way you feel. Food yeah, is yeah. an input, uh, also a physical input. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, so there well, we mostly talk about inputs and we talk about eliminating negative inputs or swapping them for positive ones. So in regards to inputs, uh, there I mean there are just so many, but um what would you say the number one is? Thoughts, thoughts, the way that you think about situations cuz like we always use the example for um rain. Like two example. different people. Yeah, like if you have two different people, um like most people in the world complain about rain right? They say, um, I got to put my rain jacket on, you know, for me, like my glasses get wet, like it gets all over my glasses. Um, you know, maybe you slip or Shiloh, he gets all wet and he starts stinking. And then they start just listing off all these negative things, whether it's in their head or to other people. I mean, you hear it all the time. Um, stuff like I hate the rain or like people don't know how to drive in the rain. Or yeah, like, yeah. Oh, now I have to walk to work and like yeah. my shoes are going to be wet. My jeans are mm, going to be wet all day. Gonna I'm going to be, be soggy all wet. I'm going to be soggy all day. Um, <laughs> um, I have to walk, you know, my, from the parking lot to the office, it's just going to be awful and there's going to be puddles and yep. like this, that, and the other thing. Right. And so all those are negative thoughts and yep, that's yep. a negative input. That's a huge negative input. And that, yep. that's a really good point that definitely the thoughts are number one, because they're, they're one that definitely. are not so obvious, right? You know mm. that when you're drinking a bottle of tequila, that that's not you used to drink a bottle of tequila no i've actually mm -hmm. never had tequila um <laughs> but that's something that maybe is not so good for you right um whereas thoughts some of them can be obvious like a thought of like i hate myself is clearly yeah. a negative thought and sometimes it's not obvious 
but sometimes it's not obvious. A lot of times it's not obvious. Even that thought, like I hate myself. Like I would say that to to myself, like all the time. And then like, I was never aware of it. I don't know what really started helping me become aware with that. I think I just allowed myself to kind of like calm down and like be with my thoughts. And then I was just like, I, I noticed that like those words were just repeating in my head. So it's not always like a, um, a conscious front of mind thing. Right. Right. So it, it's not always very obvious. And I always recommend people to do something I call a thinking out loud exercise. So what you do is, and you're going to feel silly and that's okay. And you don't need to even do it for that long. But what you do is you say all your thoughts out loud, right? Cause you always have that voice in your head. It's always going. And so you just say whatever it's saying to you out loud and you'll realize very, very quickly that a lot of those thoughts are negative and negative weighs so heavy on you. I'm thirsty. <laughs> what are we doing right now? I'm thinking about your new glasses and how much I like them. I'm thinking about how you must think I'm really annoying and you must be annoyed that I cut you off. I'm thinking about how much you blink. Now you blink a lot more. You blink like my dad. All right, that's, 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 so that's, that's kind of an example. And you're going <laughs> to feel a little bit silly if you're walking around in your house, especially if you live with other people, but mm-hmm, do it because mm-hmm. it's going to bring a lot of awareness. And so like a thought like I hate the rain. So once you say that out, out loud, you'll notice, okay, that's a negative thought. I hate anything. I dislike anything. This sucks. This is awful. Anything like that is a negative mm-hmm. thought. Yep. And so what we want to do, and now this, again, sounds silly and really simple and like almost too good to be true, is we want to take that thought and we want to change it, right? We want to find the opposite. So take I hate the rain and make it I love the rain. Why do you love the rain, right? I love the mm-hmm. rain because it helps the flowers grow. I love the rain because I love kissing in the rain. I love the rain because I love the sound of the rain on my windshield. I love the rain because I love the sound that it makes when it splashes. I love the rain because the sound drowns out all other sounds. When I can sit on the front porch here at the office and like it's just pouring and you can just like close your eyes and all you hear is the rain and nothing else, not the cars driving by, nothing. And so even an example like that, like you feel the shift, I can Mm. feel it in myself just going. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't hate the rain and I do love the rain, but like, I didn't even remember that I love the rain until I listed all those things about it. Mm. So Mm. making that shift from that negative thought to that positive thought and simply just saying the new positive thought and then why. I love the rain. I love myself. I love you. Just keep saying those things. And it, again, it sounds almost too good to be true because, like, oh, yeah. all I have to yeah. do is say it. Yeah. yeah. Like, all you have to do is say it. All you have to do is think it and it'll change around. And so, when we talk about negative, so negative things weigh seven times heavier than positive things. I just recently did a YouTube video actually on this. Mm-hmm. And so, negativity weighs seven times heavier than positivity. So, if Brad were to hand me a flower, which he often does, and then in the same day I get flipped off, you know, I get cut off and somebody flips me off driving, which often happens. <laughs> um, when I go right. over to my friend's house for dinner, guess what I'm going to talk about? Like, oh, I can't believe this, this jack wagon, like flipped me off and like this, that, and the other thing. And oh, people don't know how to drive. Negative, 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 negative. Yeah, yeah. And so to even kind of level out and feel not negative, I would need Brad to hand me six more flowers. Okay. Just to feel normal. Yeah. Just to be a baseline. Just to be baseline. Just to be like, yeah, eh, yeah. yeah today was all right. You know, or yeah, yeah. So they weigh really, really heavy. And it's really important that we watch our negative inputs and we change them when we can. So 
the other thing we talk mm-hmm. about a lot, you'll hear me talk about this so much, is that we live in this world, no matter where you live in this world, we live in an epidemic of negativity. Okay. And so what I mean by that is like, you go to the pizza parlor, you go to the barbershop, you go to the deli, you go to McDonald's, right? And what do you see? You talk to somebody, everybody, all the people you're surrounded with, you turn on the TV, everything you see, everything the you hear. The TV's always on, the news the is food. always on. The food is bad, right? Is that okay, a stretch? so that, that, <laughs> yeah, that can be. That's, I think that's more personal. Okay. <laughs> um, so you go to all these places, you go to the barbershop, you go to the pizza parlor, and there's there's not one TV with the news on mute, right? There's like mm-hmm. seven mm-hmm. TVs in yeah. like the barbershop, right? Yep. Or in McDonald's that are either all playing different things, which is just, I don't know why they do that. Um, and all the sound is on and it's all negative news, right? The latest tragedy, the latest this, yeah, this yeah. is so bad because they want your attention. Yeah. And negative weighs so heavy. So even if you're not watching that, that is an input, yeah. okay? So you're listening, you're hearing that. Yeah. Um, or the radio can tell a lot of negative stories and mm-hmm. there is a lot of negativity in the world. So this world lives in an epidemic of negativity. And I don't mean that the world is a bad or scary place. What I mean is that we focus on the bad and the scary. The world is a beautiful place yeah, filled yeah. with beautiful people who do amazing things. Mm. But the thing is that negativity sells negativity sells and it weighs yeah, heavier. Yeah. So you're going to remember take notice. Like if you had a, if you had two new stations, back to back or like on two different screens next to each other. One was showing like a happy, happy family. They just raised like $10,000 for a local charity or something. And the other one was, you know, just something really, really tragic. What would everybody, if you had like 10 people in the room, they'd all be watching the, the negative one. And that's why everything is negative negative. Cause people are just trying to get your attention at all times. Yeah. So, so it's really important that, especially with PTSD, right? So like now you've got just as a baseline, normal human being in this world, you have negative Mm -hmm. constantly weighing on you. And now on top of that, right, you have PTSD or you have CPTSD or you have anything going on in your life that's stressing you out. That's weighing really heavy on you. Okay. Mm -hmm. PTSD is a big input and it's very negative as you all know. So it's really challenging on its own. So it's important that as much as we possibly can, we eliminate the negative. So what we want to do is take ourselves out of situations. So again, negative people, negative thoughts, um, negative environments. So like McDonald's is, I hope I get in trouble someday for using McDonald's. McDonald's is a huge one. I will not go inside of McDonald's, right? Even still, because there are so many TVs and they're always playing. But she'll still drive through and get that double cheeseburger. Fox News, right? So um, so they're always <laughs> playing the news. I don't get double cheeseburgers. but So I won't go inside of McDonald's. I will go to the drive-thru. But I won't go inside. And, you know, if I'm in someone's house and they're playing the news, I say, you know, hey, could you, would you mind muting that or shutting that off? Or I leave, right? It's very simple. And, you know, well, Kayleen, that's a lot easier in practice than in reality. No, it's not. It's very easy. Okay. You can't is, surround yeah. yourself with negativity, negative mm-hmm. people, people who gossip, people who, um, I guess gossip or like talk about people behind their back, people mm-hmm. who talk about tragic events, this, that, and the other thing. If something, yeah, yeah. that's um, huge. That's huge. Right. Like it's huge. you go see a family member there. I go, oh, did you see this on the news? You see this on the news? You hear about this? This is so sad. This is so sad. It's like, oh my gosh, I know. (laughs) Tell me some good things, right? (laughs) Tell me, yeah. Tell me something that can help me. And every moment. That will inspire me. Yeah. Tell me something that, oh, like I grew a little bit today because I learned this new thing. Nobody is talking about that. So you need to make sure that you are eliminating those negative um, inputs whenever possible. Yeah. Yeah. And like she said, like PTSD is like, 
it's, it's a huge negative input. And a lot of that is like how you think of it. And that's where this kind of, that's what I was thinking. This kind of comes back to it. It's like, it's normal, right? That's normal to happen. And when you can bring that acceptance to yourself, like you'll be able to, um, you know, take yourself a lot more, not seriously, take yourself a lot more, be a lot more easy, be a lot easier with yourself and your thoughts. Um, also I want to add one thing about a strategy that, um, we found out, uh, to help with the, the shifting. So if you literally, if you notice like during the day or something, like you have like a negative thought, like the easy ones, like I hate myself and I've used that, this technique for that before. And it works like magic. Um, you kind of, if you can like take a, take a, um, take a second, you know, just find a quiet place, take some deep breaths, close your eyes. And then like, really just try to be aware of what's going on in your head and the thoughts that are in your head. And then you consciously like take, you know, that negative thought, I hate myself. Like she said, swap it to a positive one and then just keep repeating it in your head. You don't have to say it out loud if you don't want to. Um, but you keep, you know, repeating that over and over. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself in your head. And then you'll find like after a while, um, it just starts to automatically happen. And then you start, um, um, thinking about other good things about yourself, like just automatically, like just by saying that over and over and over and over and over in your head. And what you want to do is like, you want to keep saying that and saying that and saying that and saying that until all these other positive ideas start sprouting in your head, right? All these other positive things that, um, supporting ideas about yourself. You just want to keep that going and going and going. Um, and that's like such a huge, powerful thing. Like, wouldn't you agree? Have you like, tell me, tell me, give me a story on how, um, that has helped you. Yeah, for sure. And again, it, a lot of things that we talk about sound like too good to be true, but then you try them and you're like, oh, dang. Also, also like these sound super, yeah, too good to be true on one hand. And then also super, super simple. Like, why are you, like, okay, you're telling That's me to be positive. Then, yeah. Okay, great. Like I have PTSD, I have PTSD, like, like my life isn't, my life just isn't positive, but like you can still find ways to stay positive. And there are techniques that can help you stay positive. And that's what we're talking about today. It's like, it's not lost. It doesn't mean that like, like, yes, things are going to be hard. Things are going to be bad, but there are ways to help you stay positive. Um, when you have the opportunity to stay positive, um, even though you're, you're suffering and going through this really, really hard time. Um, and that's really important. Like, like, don't just take this and be like, Oh, that's just a simple, Oh, she's just, or they're just telling us to be positive. And it's like, Oh, just be positive. Just be happy. Whatever. You know, like life isn't like perfect. We're, that's not what we're saying. We're just saying like, despite that, despite what everything that you've been through, how can you stay positive? How can you keep looking forward? Because that's, what's going to help you get through this. That's what's going to help motivate you to get through this. That's, that's what helped motivate us. And that was a huge driving factor for us was staying positive, looking for the good. And that was something that kept us moving forward through that adversity, through all those hard times, through all those low times where you're like, how the hell am I going to get through this was constantly looking towards the future and constantly seeing, uh, thinking of ways of how we can be positive, how we're grateful, all those things. And they all tie in together and they seem so simple and they seem so, um, trivial at the same time, just at like at face value, but they're so, 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 so important. And they are, they are so, so important, important, so important. And like the other thing, like an objection we get a lot is like, Oh, well, like, life isn't all sunshine and mm -hmm. daisies or like you can't just pretend that the negative doesn't exist or like live life through rose colored glasses. Now we're not, that's not, we've no, seen no. awful stuff. We like we've yeah. been to those dark places and we know that you have been too. Mm -hmm. And we're not saying that that doesn't exist in the world. We're not saying forget about it. We're not saying it. Yeah. It doesn't exist. That doesn't happen. We're just saying like, despite everything that we go through, we can still find a way to be positive and look at the bright side. And it's really important. Yeah. <laughs>
super, it's, really it's important. yeah, it was essential for us. So here's, I don't know if you can see this, or I know it's not done that well, but here's kind of a visual of what Brad was great. just talking about. So this is your brain, right? And so Brad was saying, you know, okay, so like in your brain, you have this thought, this is a thought sprout and it's red. So it's negative. So you have this thought, I hate myself. And then you have to be aware of that thought at first. And then you have to stop yourself, right? Take a deep breath. And you have to force that this thought sprout to become positive, right? And say, I love myself and say, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. And keep doing that. Again, it sounds simple and it is all you have to do is do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you're going to have a lot of positive things pop up, right? So it's going to all the, we always say the, uh, whatever, the seeds are going to fall off. You keep mm -hmm. saying, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. That's going to grow. The seeds are going to fall off. It's going to implant in your brain. And then all of a sudden you're going to have all these positive things. So just from that one activity, you took that one negative thought, which yeah, could have yeah. sprouted a lot of other negative thoughts. And you mm -hmm. stopped that one thought in its tracks before it could spread seeds anywhere. Mm -hmm. And you made it a positive thought. And then now you have all this positivity in your brain. Mm. And it's so important that you make time for that and that you do that. And that, you know, when you are aware of that, you don't just ignore it, which is really tricky too. Yeah. So like everything that we say always, anything, any advice that we give mm. won't work unless you do it. So everything that we say is action-based. So we always use the an analogy, like if you buy a treadmill and you put the treadmill in the corner of your house and never get on it, it's not going to do its job, okay? So if you ignore the treadmill, nothing's going to happen. If you use the treadmill, you're going to see results. So if you use, if you implement, if you actually do the things that we tell you, you are going to see amazing results. And again, they sound simple, and again, they are. Um, but it's important that we do them. Mm. They say that the treadmill is the most expensive clothes dryer because everybody... Nobody uses their treadmill and they just hang their wet clothes on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you feel good about number one? You want to move on to number two? Yeah. Yeah. No, number one, eliminate the negative. That's, that is so important. Baseline, just get rid of it as much as you possibly can. Um, you know, like she said, that's people, that's TV. That's just literally like take a list or actually maybe like, just like start being aware of how things make you feel. Right. So like, you know, you know, when something doesn't make you feel good, you know, when something makes you feel anxious or bad about yourself or sad about your, like, you know that, but a lot of times, like we're not completely aware and aware of that. So like start becoming aware of things and how they really make you feel. Cause a lot of times like we build up like these barriers and these walls to, um, just like the, our environment and things around us. So like, try to like really listen to yourself when, something happens. Like when I eat this, even get down, like when I eat this, how, do, how does it make me feel? When I watch this, how does it make me feel? Um, when I talk to this person, how does it make me feel? When I do anything, when I go to this place, like how does it make me feel? Like really honestly. And then, um, I mean, you can make a list or just like have that list in your head and um, do your best to eliminate that. And that could be physical, physical glitter too. That's a good one. Um, so like if we're like, if we're just yeah. like, if there's just messes everywhere like this, you know, we just want to clean up real quick all my markers yeah <laughs> um yeah so it, just like mentally like just clearing your head all clearing inputs everything. anything yeah. that makes you Sorry. feel no you're good i'll just whatever. just dramatic effect yeah, just dramatic effect i have more markers i should have thrown them at the air um, <laughs> um so it that's really important and you're gonna notice that there are things that make you feel really good right so like mm -hmm. um we don't talk about spirituality a lot but we have a friend that goes yeah. to church 
Mm-hmm. And when he gets out of church, he just feels so amazing. He's on top of the world. He's on top of the world. Yeah. And so like maybe that makes you feel really good. So maybe yeah. you want to do that more. Maybe you want to mm-hmm. surround yourself um, more with things like that. Or maybe, you know, talking to um, your neighbor who's really mm-hmm. negative makes you walk away kind of stressed. And so you yeah, want to yeah. kind of eliminate conversations as much as you can with that. Yeah. Or like he said, food. So like... Um, this is, this one's really interesting and you definitely need a lot of awareness for it, but when you either eat something bad, right? So it may be like, at least for me personally, when I eat a cheesecake, I usually have too much, but when I eat, when I eat a whole cheesecake, cheesecake, um, when I eat cheesecake, it doesn't make me feel good, right? It makes me tired. It makes me kind of a little bit cranky, unfocused, hazy, unfocused, hazy. Um, when I eat a slice of cheesecake, cause it's a really heavy cake. Now, when I started to notice that, what I would do was, you know, I cut that slice in half and I ate Mm. half of what I was normally eating and I was able to enjoy it and not feel hazy, foggy, tired, kind of, it actually made me negative, which it sounds weird, but that's an input. Or like on Thanksgiving, when I went for like three plates, it never made me feel good. Or that night we had dumplings. Or that night that Shiloh ate half a cheesecake. Shiloh ate half a cheesecake. On Thanksgiving. That was two years ago, I think. That was a few years ago. It was our first Thanksgiving at um, like, oh. Brad's parents' house, and he ate his brother's cheesecake. It was a little embarrassing, but yeah. he enjoyed it. But be aware of how everything makes you feel good or bad. Yeah, number yeah. One. And um, that brings us to number two. Um, intentionally, number two, on the three ways to stay positive when having PTSD is intentionally adding the positive. Because like we said, there is an epidemic of negativity. It's everywhere. So you have to intentionally go out there, search for the positive and bring it into your life. And that's what um, our friend Jason did on what she was saying with um, him going to church on Sunday. And, um, you know, he, like think, I don't know what it was. I think the main thing that really affected him was just being around those positive people. So now he... he he was like at a really low point, but then he took himself and he put himself in, intentionally put himself into a positive, um, environment surrounded by positive people that lifted him up. And that was really the, the key was intentionally surrounding himself with a bunch of positive people. So that's our second point, intentionally adding positive, um, into your life. So there's a lot of ways that you can do this. So obviously number one is eliminate the negative Mm -hmm. and, So number two here, intentionally add positive. There are so many positive things. And again, the, the world is not all sunshine and roses, but there are a lot of roses and daisies and there's a lot of sunshine and unicorns in it. Okay. So that you just walk by, that you just walk by and you don't even realize. So behind us here, we have bookshelves, of -hmm. course, full of books. Now these books are positive inputs, right? So we do our best to intentionally add these positive inputs into our life. So like part of my morning and evening routine is to read for five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night and five minutes, like you can do five minutes of anything. Okay. And I notice like I have a focus, a clarity. It makes me feel confident. It makes Mm. me feel like I'm learning. It makes me feel smart. Um, the books that I read are positive. So I'm learning positive things or I'm being inspired. Like I have a lot of books back here. Um, Shania Twain, Dolly Parton, Grant Cardone, Ellen DeGeneres. I'm reading their stories and they inspire me and they yeah. make me feel energized, right? Rather than watching, I hate to say it cause I love Grey's Anatomy, but wa- rather than watching Grey's Anatomy. How many where, seasons are they on? Oh my gosh. 
You spend your whole life watching Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, right? but in the time that you watch all of Grey's Anatomy, you could become <laughs> a, a doctor, I think. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, like, I always say, you know, like Shonda Rhimes, the writer of Grey's Anatomy, is a phenomenal, phenomenal woman, okay? And she has the ability, through screenwriting and, of course, the production of the mm. show, to genuinely make you feel yeah. like it's your life. Like you feel for these characters, you feel for those tragedies, mm-hmm. right? And she leads you on this roller coaster of emotions. And I hate to say it, but that's not a good input. Okay. That's not good for you. If that's not really good for anyone, to be honest with you, <laughs> but it's not good. If you have PTSD, you're already on your own roller coaster of emotions. You don't need to be feeling anyone else's or a fictional character's emotions. So instead of that, do something that's uplifting, watch, mm-hmm. um, positive YouTube videos, mm-hmm. listen to positive podcasts, um, go reading or do something audiobooks active or audiobooks or yeah. do arts and crafts or like there yeah. are so many things. Draw, color, yeah, do yeah. your thing, stretch, you know, just spend time Yoga. just looking at whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like go into nature. There's so many positive things that yeah, you can do. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people say that distraction, especially in those low points, is like super important. Um, but like you can be distracting yourself with something positive. And I think that's the point that like we're trying to make. Like we're not saying like don't distract yourself. Like like that there is a place for that. Like when you are like like just in that really, really low place and you just want to get out of that like no matter what. Um you do want something to kind of like shift your focus and get you out of there. Um but all we're saying is that there are positive things to do that. And you should just be doing that anyways. Like even when you're not in that low point, just search for that positive and always in, be inputting that constantly. Um, podcasts, podcasts in the car, audiobooks in the car. Um, you could get a, you could get a doctorate. Um, if you swapped out Grey's Anatomy, but every single year, if you, every single year, the average American spends, what is it? Two semesters, the, the, the same time as two semesters in college. So like every year in driving in the car in driving, sorry, I'm not explaining this well. Yeah. When you drive in the car, the average American spends two semesters worth of time in the car. So you can spend that time, you know, listening to the radio, listening to to the news that like brings you down, or you can listen to it, something positive, like an audiobook, like PTSD TV, like, um, podcasts or anything like that, positive YouTube videos. And, you know, you just want to like be constantly filling your mind with positive things and hopeful thoughts and, and good stuff that lifts you up and that builds you up. And that was a, such, such a huge thing for the both of us, because like, again, like there's so much negative, right? Just in your own head. So when you can pop some earbuds in and listen to something that is going to like inspire you and motivate you, maybe you're not like bouncing off the wall. Like I'm ready to, um, go after this day, but like, you might be like, Oh, I feel a little bit better. And if you do that every single day you're going to see huge changes. Giant. And that's the biggest thing is being consistent with this stuff. It's like, if you do this once, like you, you'll, maybe you'll get like a, a burst of energy or something, but like it's the consistency over time. And that's the only thing that really, really helped us and got us to where we want to be. Yeah. It's really, it's really, really important. And, um, Oh, I thought you were going to get the markers. Just, I mean, there are so many inputs that, we have, again, like when you're in McDonald's, if you have to go into McDonald's, right, if you have to be inside in the store, yeah. you know, pop your earbuds in and be listening to, even if it's happy music, you know, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. and That's it doesn't have one. to be, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, um, ed- education, yeah. you know, if you don't want, it can yeah. be, um, maybe like a fiction novel 
or just a storybook or like I like to listen to like I don't do this. That's not true. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, in her in her alternate universe, in what do you do? Alternate universe. Um I would really like to listen to like <laughs> kids music or like oh, kids yeah. stories. Or di- you like you story she time. listens to kids music all the time. Disney music is kids music. Okay, that's true then. Right, yeah. Right. I mean yeah. like I listen to it all the time too. Yeah. It's happy. So also, yeah, there's, there's so many, like, especially when you search for like stuff, people are so like genuinely like kind to kids and like want to feed them good information. And so like, this is a little bit off track, but if you watch a Disney movie, there are so many good lessons. Like the Lion King, there's this one scene where Rafiki, right? The monkey has his stick. And he's talking to him and he's talking to Simba and Simba's like, oh, like, I don't want to go back to my pack because then I'll have to face my past. And Rafiki like clocks him over the head with the stick. And he's like, oh, what'd you do that for? And Rafiki was like, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. And he was like, yeah, (laughs) but it hurts. And Rafiki was like, the past hurts, but you can either run from it or you can learn from it. And then he went to whack him again and he ducked. And he was like, see? <laughs> and so, like, it's silly, but, like, those two minutes, and I'll put a link in the description just so you can see that because that's <laughs> a great clip. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I got it verbatim. But um, those oh, two excellent. minutes are a huge, giant lesson, okay? Yeah, and Disney yeah. does a really good job of that on top of it being uplifting and inspirational and motivational. And, yeah, they have their kind of dark moments. Um but in general, like you leave a Disney movie and you like kind of feel inspired. You feel like warm inside. Like the music is great. The lessons are really good. So um, if you're having trouble finding stuff, like listen to kids music, listen to kids books. There's a lot of great lessons in there. Mm-hmm. Watch Disney movies. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. So like, you always got to be, you always, always got to be intentionally doing that. Cause like we say, like it's like, if you don't intentionally do it, like you're just going to be, um, hammered with yeah the negativity and it's gonna it's gonna break you right down it broke us down and the only way that we were able to get out of that was to cut out the negative that was around us as much as we possibly could or avoid it oh one point i think an important point with eliminating the negative is like sometimes like there are people in your life or things in your life that you just can't eliminate right so then like your goal isn't to like oh i need to get this out of my life sometimes like i mean that is the best thing but sometimes like you just like can't do that Um, and you just need to do your best to avoid it as much as you possibly can. And, and that's a point. Cause that that was a struggle with me is like, I had uh, a very negative family member that, you know, I I had to see over and over and over. And like, I wasn't going to cut that person out of my life because I still love that person. Um, but right when that person started getting negative, I would just leave, you know, and you know, you just gotta, I mean, every situation is different. We're not saying like cut people that you love out of your life. Um, there's a lot of things that you should be doing, but, um, there's a lot of negative that can be cut out that is not adding anything at all to your life. So that was my point with, or I think the point I want to make about that. And the average American watches Mm. this makes America look so bad, watches five and a (laughs) half hours of television a day. So, you know, if that television is maybe Walking Dead or Grey's Anatomy, where you're on that emotional roller coaster, Walking Dead, not maybe such a good input, or um, what do we see? Um, CSI, CSI or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, SVU, right? Oh, Law and Order. Law SVU. and Order, SVU, like not so good. 
um, for yeah. five and a half hours a day. And like, we know that we all binge TV now. Like we don't just watch one episode. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. so really heavy inputs. Yeah. And it's, a, it's an addiction. Dude, Genuinely. like, like we, I honestly believe that TV is an addiction and that so many people are suffering. Like your parents, my parents, they talk about binge watching things now. Um, and it's crazy. It's just crazy. And like, I know like we, we used to be those people too. We used For sure. to like yeah, we're... binge watch like crazy. And like, that's why we say all these things. Cause we know that they are bad for us. And like, we felt so much better once we got out of our, got that out of our lives. And we're not saying like we're perfect. Like we watch movies you know, last week we watched Pinocchio <laughs> and, you know, sometimes we watch the occasional TV show, but for the most part, like we cut out TV as much as we possibly could. But like when we first cut it out, it was like a piece of us were missing. It right? was like, a genuine like urge. Yeah. To, especially if you cut it out, like in the middle, we watched nurse Jackie, oh. <laughs> right? Okay. So it's like you need to finish you, you feel right. I mean the the writers, they do a good job of those mm. cliffhangers and like you feel for these characters, right? Yeah, like I yeah. genuinely like feel like a piece of my life is in yeah, like nurse Jackie. So I know Zoe, I yeah. know nurse Jackie's kids. I know her oh, husband man, and her lover and like, oh. um, so it's, it's, there's a genuine void when yeah, you step yeah. away from those things. Um, and it's important really to like, cause you do feel the emotions, you do feel emotionally connected to the characters. Mm -hmm. And again, this sounds kind of wild, but like if you binge watch TV, you know what we're talking about. Um, it's important to give yourself a few days, just try to get through the first couple days yeah. of like getting separated yeah. from those characters, getting separated from those situations, and then you'll be able to do it a lot easier. So it is challenging mm -hmm. for the first few days, but it's a genuine addiction. Yeah. And, um, if, if you're someone who's watching five and a half hours of television or more a night or a weekend and you spend all Saturday, all Sunday, see if you can step away, keep yourself out of the house, keep yourself off of Wi-Fi, off of your computer, off of your phone and, um, you know, bring a book to the park. Just in, like just force yourself to yeah, get yeah. out of it. And that's how you do it. You swap it. Right. It's not like, oh, I need to, I need to like prevent this. It's like when you get that urge, try to swap it for something good. Try to swap it for something that's better than, you know, TV like she would do reading all the time. You know, like, oh, I feel that urge for watching TV, but I'm going to open up this book. And like she said, it doesn't have to be anything super educational. And if you don't like reading, it doesn't have to be reading, right? Yeah. Don't That's do the something point that too. you don't enjoy. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so what is the final way to stay positive? Final way. So number one, mm. eliminate the negative. Number two, intentionally add the positive. And number three is to help others. So now this is awesome because yes, it's selfish and we want to feel good, but it makes someone else feel good. Mm -hmm. So it does not have to be anything wild. This can be as simple as sending someone a text saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I just wanted to let you know, I care about you. Maybe someone you haven't seen in a while. Maybe someone you talk to every day. Just, Hey, just thinking about you. Smiley yeah. face. Yeah. It makes you feel good. It makes them feel good. Mm. You wave at someone on the street, right? You wave at someone on your way to work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just, maybe you just smile kind of walking through the hallway where normally you just oh kind of look gosh, down you're looking one. at your phone. Yeah. Um, you just kind of sit up or you ask someone, you know, how's your day going or how are you today? Yeah. Just a smile and say, Hey, how are you doing to anybody, to people that you walk by? I made that a challenge for myself one day, which is like, I'm going to say hi and smile. My biggest smile I possibly can at everybody I see. And, you know, like some people like ignore me, but most people, um, reciprocated. And even if they like, they looked like they were having a bad day, that little smile in my interaction with them brightened them up, even if it was just for that second. But the biggest thing was that 
I felt more positive. I felt more energy for myself. It's like by putting my positive energy into the world, even if I didn't feel like I had any positive energy, I was like forcing myself to put some positive back into the world. Like I felt really good. I felt more positive. I felt better about myself. And that is so important. Helping every, every single person on this planet, I don't care who you are, where you are, what you've been through, you can help somebody else. And if you want to help somebody who's going through exactly what you're going through, you should join our um, positivity, positivity only Facebook group because there are a lot of people out there who need our help, who want our help and who want your help. And you can just be that supportive hand and be like, hey, I know you're having a hard time today. Um, you know, I'm thinking about you, I'm going through something similar and I care about you, you know, and I believe in you and I think that you can do this. And when you can give that to somebody else, it really touches them, you know, and it's just an amazing thing to see when other people can do that. And it, it helps, it literally bring, there's no bad thing about it. It brings every single person up. It brings you up, it brings the other person up and it brings everybody else in the group up. So everybody together as a collective group just, you know, gets better and better and better and better, even if it's just a single comment like that. Yeah, it's so small important. things that make giant impacts. And, like, you never really know, as, like, you all know, right? Like, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. Like, if yeah, you walked yeah. by me, like, six years ago, you would have had no idea that I was going through what I went no through. And idea. I'm sure the same is true with a lot yeah. of you. And so like a little smile, a little wave, a little positivity, a, Hey, how's it going? Hope mm -hmm. you have a great day. Um, sending someone a text message really can make all the difference. Yeah. And yeah. you know, we know that more than anyone, right? People who yeah. are in dark places know that more than anyone. And like Brad said, the positivity only support group, people love like, when you share, there's this one like GIF, right? One of those like moving images that it's just like a virtual hug or something. And it's just like a little, like little character guy. And he's just like has his arms out and it just says like loading or something. I don't know. It says something, but sending you a virtual hug and something like that can go a really long way. And it's really important for yeah. us to be able to see that impact and for them to be able to feel that impact. And yeah, yeah. it's real, it's just a really amazing thing. And we created that group, right. For that specific reason that there's the epidemic of negativity and there's no other PTSD group. There's no other support no, group no, out no, there. No. That's just positive only. So it's like, Hey, I need help with, um, you know, I'm struggling with anxiety, you know, mm -hmm. anybody have any tips? And like, of course we'll respond. Um, and you know, people will respond like, Hey, why don't you try this meditation or this or this or this? So there's no stories that need to be involved. There's n no triggers that need to be involved. Right. And this group has done an amazing job of proving that and proving yeah. that there is belief and there is hope and just spreading hope. And like, Hey, I made a little progress today. Yeah. Uh, and that there's good people in the world. So yeah. like so many people get stuck in like, I mean, it's so easy, right? Like when you're when you're in that like kind of whirlwind, that kind of cycle of PTSD, like you're like, first of all, you don't think there's anybody else out there. First, first of all, you think there's something wrong with you, right? Even though it's something normal. Um, second of all, you feel like you're all, all alone going through this. And what's the third point? I don't remember. But um, in this group, you first of all realize that you're not alone what you're going through is normal and you get to help other people not feel alone. Right. Oh, the other thing was like, there's not people who, um, support you, right. There aren't people in your lives who, um, who like, who, first of all, Oh, understand you, understand you. Did I ever say that people who understand you? And that's what you get in this group. You smile at me. 
<laughs> and, 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 and it's so important. It's, it's such a amazing thing that Kayleen made that, um, you know, everybody can be positive. I like, I look at the comments and it's, it's crazy. Cause like every single person saying something good, saying something good to other people. And then you look in other groups, I've joined other groups and it just brings you down. But like it this, it's like, yeah, it hurts you. It's it dangerous. Like, it is. It is. Yeah, it really it is. is. And the positivity and um, just spreading belief that, you know, how many people have told you that, you know, you have to just cope forever, right? Or you have to live with PTSD for the rest of your life or, Except you know, this, this is your, is new, your normal. new normal. Yeah. Okay. So like there are the majority of people out there for God only knows what reason are spreading this message that your life is, this is your new life yeah. and you will be traumatized and you will have to cope with this or learn to cope with this and you will suffer for the rest of your life. And that is simply not true. Okay. And I know that because I've been there, right? I've been to the deep, dark parts. I did it for 15 years. I did the whole thing. Right. Um, and now it affects me 0% of the time. Okay. And, um, so it's really important this group to spread the belief Okay. It has other people in the group who have done it, who have been there, who have completely mm -hmm. recovered from their PTSD or their CPTSD and now live yeah, not yeah. a normal life, an extraordinary life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because once you've seen rock bottom and you can get from rock bottom to normal, it's that much easier to get from normal to extraordinary. Yeah. Cause you've already made this big, big improvement, right? Why not just do that again? Right. You already have the experience. You already know how to get from rock bottom to normal. You made that big, big, big transition. Why don't you just do that again? Right. I love that idea. I love that idea. And it's so true. And you see people in our group spreading hope. And was, okay, so here's a story. So in a, a different PTSD group, somebody asked, somebody posed the question, you know, is there a normal after you have PTSD? Right. Was that the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were 100 comments on it, right? So big question. Mm -hmm. Is there normal after PTSD? Guess how many? Oh, sorry. Guess how many <laughs> were negative? Guess how many people said no? 99 people said no. This is your new normal. You need to learn how to deal with it. You have to cope forever. Mm. There was one yes, which was me. Um, and then... I think a couple weeks later, we had a similar question posted in our group and someone said some, something similar, oh, like, yeah, is yeah, there yeah. normal after PTSD or, um, you know, is there a way to heal? And they were like, maybe like 15, 20 comments, not as many. Um, and 99% of them said yes. Yeah. I think one person said no. One person said no. Yeah. Um, but that polarity again is it's so huge. dramatic and it makes such a big difference right yeah, yeah. because now that poor girl and of course we've reached out to her but she has 99 negative inputs yeah. that say 99 to no one. absolutely not this is your life forever you're gonna have to suffer forever good luck sayonara okay yeah, yeah. and one person that, that said feel? yes you can you know and reaching out a hand and how yeah. would that make you feel, right? 99 to 1. Like, you're not going to All those little anything. notifications. Nope, 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 nope. nope, nope not nope, possible. Nope, you can't nope, do that. Nope, you never, can't do never, that. Never, 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 never. <laughs> um, so that's why the that's group the power. that I have is so important. Yeah, yeah. The power of surrounding yourself with people who are going to build you up is, like, so underrated. Like, it will completely change your life. So if you're having a hard time right now or if you're having a hard time in other groups, like, you need to get in 
Haleen's group. It's called Healing PTSD. Healing PTSD. You should go to Facebook right now, literally right now, and request to join. And like right from the beginning, we set the standard of what is accepted and what isn't accepted. You know, we say like, or you say like, um, no trigger warnings, no negativity. Yeah, yeah. And then just be a decent human being from there on. But um, <laughs> just be decent. So. Just be good to people. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's this, the rules are very simple. Yeah. You're welcome to share inspiring quotes. You're welcome to share, hey, you know, I had massive anxiety or an anxiety attack and I tried this and it helped. Or mm -hmm. do you all have any recommendations? So it is there to help and to be helped. Um, but that's a great resource. And that's a really easy way to help others. If you have a Facebook, yeah. um, we're going to accept you as long as you answer the questions. Like, <laughs> um, and um, that's a really great way to yeah. do so, that third thing, yeah. uh, thing of staying positive yeah. um, when you have PTSD and knowing that that support group is there for you and genuinely mm -hmm. care about you. And I'm, I'm in the group constantly and I genuinely care. Yeah. Like if you reach out to me, she'll write, she'll write you a paragraph this long to answer your question. She, she cares. I, I'm not going to say too much, but <laughs> it's impossible to care too much. A but lot. She cares a lot. A lot. Sometimes yeah. I'll send you personal videos and just like, I yeah. care so much. I am here 100% for you. And I believe for, in you. Yeah, I don't care yeah. who you are. I don't care where you are. I believe in you. I don't care what yeah. you've been through. I know that you can do this. Yeah. I know that recovery is realistic for you. Not only is it realistic, it's within reach. It's attainable, yeah. It's absolutely attainable. Um, so we have a lot of great resources. This, um, if you're hearing this, I guess it could be on a podcast or it's on YouTube, which of course is a great resource. We just started that channel recently. We have an Instagram page where we're just sharing, I share affirmations and I, I share gratitudes. Um, I share clips of videos that I also put on YouTube and Facebook and quotes and sometimes silly things with Shiloh or silly things of like me singing. Who are you Dwayne? dancing with? Hmm? Who are you dancing with? Who am I dancing with? Who are you dancing with? You have that little gif in your Instagram oh, oh, stories. Oh, the guy from um, Fresh Prince. Oh, Fresh Prince. Bel Air. She does some Will dances Smith, with the, the other guy. The Carlton, yeah, I think his name Carlton is. Carlton from the Fresh Prince. So All sorts of good stuff the on there. I was with yeah. Carlton. Oh, lots of dance. Lots of good time. Um, lots of dancing. Yeah. I have lots of dance parties. But um, so we have the Facebook page, the yeah. Facebook group, the Instagram page, the YouTube page. You can reach out via email. And again, I'm here for you. We have resources. So we also have, you know, of course a big piece of PTSD. And a lot of people ask me kind of like what the first step is mm. and a big piece of PTSD, of course, and CPTSD. Let me just kind of clear this up right now. Anytime I say PTSD, I also mean CPTSD. So I had CPTSD just for ease of use. I kind of say PTSD, which I yeah. maybe should have said at the beginning, but yeah. anytime I say PTSD, I also mean CPTSD. It's just to make it a little bit easier on me. But, um, people with, you know, struggling with PTSD, they kind of ask me, you know, okay, what is the first step in that healing journey? What is, you know, the first thing I need to do? And so I, I run a, a recovery program and I coach people through the recovery, like I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, and there'll be links. I'm running some free trainings where you can watch, um, a webinar and get some kind of good, good advice. Um, good things that great, you'll need great, great advice, advice in, in <laughs> yeah. your healing journey. It is. It's amazing. Um, you won't get that anywhere else. But Literally. right. Cause I've been there. And so like the first thing I always tell people is like the first thing we need to do anytime always is like the anxiety, right? The anxiety is through the roof, the hypervigilance, right? You're on edge, you're scared, yeah, that's you're nervous, like the worst part, right? um, your heart is racing, the stress level is there. Um, so what I have right now out and I'll put the link below this, um, as well is a free book. Here it is. So this book 
you'll get this book. It's free. You just have to pay shipping on it. Um, I don't make any money off of this book. So three amazing relief tools for PTSD anxiety. So if you don't already have it, it's an amazing book. It will literally change your life. Okay. These tools are almost frustrating how well that they work. It's like magic to it's be like, honest. Like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna tell a quick story. I'm gonna tell a quick story. So okay. like I, I, I was also diagnosed with with PTSD from what I went through with Kayleen and my biggest, my biggest problem was my heart. It was just constantly, constantly pounding. I had no idea why it was pounding. I would go to work and all day it would just be like just hammering in my chest and just like, it would drive me crazy. And then like, that was, that was one part of it, but also like the mental part. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? And like, how come I can't get this to calm down? I tried to, I try, I would try to do like breathing exercises. Cause that's what like my therapist gave me and that didn't work. I feel like I tried like a dozen plus things and like visualizations and meditations and things like that. And nothing was calming this down. Um, and really what Kayleen put into here, um, the tools, those were really the only tools that were able to calm that heart down and, um, you know, get it back, back to normal. And it's the most amazing feeling in the world to, you know, have that come up and then have a, have a way to just like, get relief on command and just be like, Hey, I have this, this tool in my toolbox. I can use this and get relief from this heartbeat or this stress in your chest or just like thoughts in your mind. It's, it's unbelievable. And it works like magic. It's like, you can't believe it. Like you wouldn't believe how fast these tools work. Like if we told you, like you would not believe us. You'd be like that. You're just selling us like snake oil. And like, you're just like, but like, like she said, she doesn't make any money on this. She wants to get these tools in your hands because like, they've changed my life. They've changed her life. They've changed. I don't like, I don't know how many we've sold, but like we've gotten amazing, amazing feedback from people. Um, and yeah, we'll both, we'll put the, the link below if you want that. Um, but you like, if you, if you're feeling anything like I felt or like any sort of anxiety on edge, feeling like that, like you need this, <laughs> like they're just like straight up. You just like, you just need this. It's going to change your life. It is. And like these three tools. Um, so the reason like that there's three of them is there's one for um, like immediate relief. Mm -hmm. There's one for like longer term relief. And then there's one for like deep rooted relief. And so there are hundreds of thousands of anxiety tools out there. Right. So like these three have been the three to um, be proven just time and time again, really to be the only three that you need yeah, to yeah. rid yourself of the anxiety. Um, so they're really amazing. And again, they've just been kind of proven time and time again. And I don't make any money off of this. And I will tell you a secret that I don't say on the page where you order it. Um, on the order page, uh, oh, there's, there's a video of me, of course, like saying what's in the book and this, that, and the other thing. Um, but what is a secret just for you, apparently, is that when you order the book, so you put your email in and I'll send you like a confirmation email that says whatever this, that, and the other thing. And in the confirmation email, there's a link to a lo login page. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Different secret. There's a lot of secrets. Whoops. <laughs> um, there's a link to a login page. And if you log in with your email, so you'll create an account with your email. Um, so the email that you use to sign up and then you create your password and you log in and there's uh, a little video program for these three tools to help you kind of understand it a little bit better. And so you can visualize, so you can see me doing them and mm -hmm. me talking about them and just for there's different learning styles out there. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to kind of make that, but I don't, I don't say that on the page anywhere. So um, you get kind of a little bonus, little bonus, um, which is awesome. And there's also, so you don't have to wait. 
for the book to get yeah. to your house. Yeah. Um, so you kind of get, you know, kind of like a little more in-depth. Actually, they're both like very they're both in-depth. Awesome. If you like reading, then you get this. And it's yeah. kind of like a little handbook. You can keep this by your, your bed or whatever. Um, but then you get the, you get to learn them instantly. Cause like we were talking about it, we're like, we don't want to, we don't want people to wait to get the book to learn how to do these things. Like you deserve to get these like today and to learn how to do these today, right now, because like they literally can change your life. They're really amazing. Yeah. They are really amazing. There's me and shy on the back. Shy, shy. Um, so again, I don't make any money off of that book and did you wake the beast? No. Yes. You did. <laughs> um, and Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, my goal is to get this into the hands of 100,000 100, people. Okay, so I, I know how big of a deal anxiety is. And, of course, for PTSD, like I said, that's kind of the first step. Before you can really embark on your healing journey, you have to be able to just Calm settle the a nerves, little bit. right, yeah. Right, okay, and then be able to think a little bit clearer and say, okay, like, now what's next? Um, so that really is the first step. We need to take you from this. To this in like five minutes this, where it's all settled. To this shortly. There it is. Um, so that it's a snow globe, by the is way, really kind of, yeah, it's a snow globe. But that is kind of, um, so really good. So I'll put that link in. And again, I don't make any money. If, if not everything I say, it's going to be, I'll refund your shipping costs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's like, there's no, there's no harm in doing something like this. And it's a great tool. Yeah. Yeah. So the anxiety is a big deal. So do it to it. You won't regret it. You're yeah, going to love get it. This. Get this book. Um, Go down to the link right now and, and get this. It will change your life. And if you know anybody else, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this video for somebody else who you know, um, either refer them, send them this link or get them this book as a gift because it will change their life. And if you know anybody else, send them the link, email them, message them, whatever. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, <laughs> like it's great. magic. And you know, it's, um, the first step in PTSD, no but either. really you, there's no risk yeah. and any forms of anxiety, this is really going to tackle. So even if for some reason you're watching this and like Brad said, like you have a family member who maybe has PTSD and that's why yeah. you're watching this, or maybe you, I, I, I kind of believe that everyone has a little bit of anxiety themselves. Oh yeah. These tools yeah. are going to do it. Right. So it's not for this like really extreme group of like people who have PTSD, yeah. um, mild anxiety, just a little bit of like, I'm at Everybody the airport and like, it just, the yeah. airport is sucks. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like a really kind of, Oh, we're being a little negative over oh, there. Huh? Got a negative Nelly. Someone's <laughs> on the complaint train. <laughs> um, so anyway, if you're struggling or, um, if you know someone who's struggling, definitely send it their way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we'll kind of wrap things up, but yeah. we'll kind of summarize what we did here. So today we were talking about three ways to stay positive with PTSD. Way number one was to eliminate negative inputs as much as we can or remove ourselves from situations and stuff like that. Topic uh, or tip number two was to intentionally add positive things like mm. books, reading, podcasts, PTSD TV. Um, bingo, bingo. Uh, okay. And tip number three was to help others. Help others. So join so that big. positivity only group. Yep. Get your helping others in, get a little bit every day and um, it'll be awesome. So eliminate yeah. the negative, intentionally add the positive and always be helping others. And I'll put, I'll put the link to the Lion King video. I'll put the <laughs> link to the, um, the free book. I'll put the link to the positively only group and any other link I can possibly think of. Yeah. So, and take that seriously. Take these, take these three things seriously. You can stay positive through your recovery. 
um, you know, we definitely, we definitely didn't stay positive in the beginning, but once we really start to started to understand these three things, like these, like these are the three things that like will really, really, really help you. So take these seriously, take action on them, um, eliminate the negative, add the positive and help people help as many people as you can do it and do this as often as you can like brad mentioned before if you do it once great but if you do it every day if you do a little bit of this every day like your life's going to take off and things are really going to change before you know it Mm. you just take one step at a time you just focus on the next day and the next moment and the next time you can help others and the next time you can add something positive and the next time you can remove yourself from a negative situation and your world is going to completely turn around before you know it um, so if you have any questions on anything that we talked about, we just want to say, Hey, if you want to yeah, yeah. tell us, you know, what you want to hear about in the next episode, yes. next week, let us know, next um, week. let us yep. know, send me an email. My email is Kayleen at overcoming PTSD.info. So that's info. Kayleen, K-A-Y-L-E-E-N at overcoming PTSD.info. And I will put that in the description as well. Yep. Yep. And just let us know. How did you like this? This was our first episode ever. PTSD TV. We are here every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, But let us know. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Um, How can we improve it? And what do you want us to cover in the future? We want to hear your feedback. We want to know how we can do better and really deliver you the most value and help you in the biggest possible way that we can. And um, if you enjoyed today, if you enjoyed today's show, um, make sure to share this with somebody that you think would um, benefit from, benefit from it as well. And subscribe um, and subscribe. Yeah. And hit the little bell here. notification. Hit the bell. little bell notification because apparently YouTube does not give you little notifications unless you hit that. So yeah, do that. If you enjoyed it, we're here every single week from here on out until eternity. Um, let us know what, what you want. And, uh, we hope to see you around the group and yes. we hope to interact with you very soon. And we both believe in you. We know you can do this. We're here for you, both of us. And if you need anything how much how much are you here for them 100 percent i'm here 1000 percent 1000 percent so um thanks for tuning in thanks for watching and we will see you all next week together and i will see you very soon because i do videos all the time yep okay (laughs) Bye -bye. bye bye